The following is a fourth-hand production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. In the land of frills and girls, he's the smallest kid in town. <laughs> Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hola. Hola. I'm your host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And I'm Billy. And his name is Billy. <laughs> like how we weeded off to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what you did. <laughs> um, I've got some Weiser's whiskey, and I also got a beer called Super Bock. So, like not regular Bock? No, it's Like everyone Super knows Bock. what Bock is, but... <laughs> no, it's Super Bock. This, this Bock is Bocked up. <laughs> so the other night I was, uh, I was drinking, I was pretty drunk. Chelsea, my girlfriend, was already passed out. And a picture that was on the wall fell off at like 2 a.m., and Stupid. out of nowhere, no, this is funny because I was drunk. I was because it's been there for three years and like it seemed to like somehow slip off the hook and like there's pins in it and stuff like that, like to post up a picture. Yeah. And all the pins were out of it and shit. And so I was all drunk. And when I went out there, like I felt like I'd shiver down my spine. Like maybe there's something in the room. I could be just drunk. Yeah, there's a good I, chance. <laughs> I was like, whatever is fucking in this house, leave us the fuck alone. And I was like. I was playing with the Ouija board <laughs> down here when you went to bed. Yeah. yeah have you uh, watched the Jeffrey episode? thing yet i have yeah no we, we we got two episodes in it's pretty i watched the yeah. two episodes it, it got fairly like i like the way they told the story but like it, it the episodes just became purely continuous girls telling the yeah. exact <laughs> same story and it get it gets like it drowns it out a little bit because yeah, like it's it's a terrifying story but like you could have just said and there are also hundreds of other girls with the exact yeah. same instead of showing every girl well, telling you the exact the same across, story right that like that this happened this many times to this many women yeah i, I think get it. that's the point uh but we watched that now i was gonna say it sounds stupid but when we were drinking we started watching the simple life <laughs> the fucking paris hilton and nicole Richie oh my show. god and it's it's weirdly entertaining because I'm they're sure just so fucking hilton. dumb <laughs> and the thing is we're like we're just watching the jeff Ray Epstein's uh, thing, right? And then watching this, I started calling like creep culture because like even in the show they have like like where they kind of use their sexuality, for, like, yeah. And the men are always making the most like fucking fucked up remarks at them and shit, and it's like what a creepy culture and like all like very flirty with like every dude they fucking meet and it's like everyone seems super creepy but they like are used to it it seems like so it's not a yeah i guess i guess you, you'd become desensitized after so, a certain fine we're talking about creepy people we're talking the about the creepiest one alistair crowley the even great the picture beast. of him the yeah. picture of him looks really oh yeah off-putting. he's a he's a creepy looking fucker that's for sure but alistair crowley the great beast 666 also known as the wickedest man in the world He's the wicked man. The wickedest? The wickedest, yeah. I, I feel like there's there's a couple in the running for that title. Well, this is before Hitler, yeah, Let's right? call Genghis so, Khan well, right up and fucking... <laughs> we'll, we'll get into Hitler a little later, so... 
We've gotten into Hitler quite a few times, haven't we? Yeah. An otherwise auspicious birth in nineteen or in eighteen seventy five brought forth into the world Alistair Crowley. We say Crowley. Most people think because of, oh, don't go no all because of, liberal on it no, here. No, because of uh, you know like Led Zeppelin and or not Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath yeah. with Oz. You saying Mr. Mr. Crowley. Crowley? But I guess he used to call himself Crowley. I'm gonna say Crowley because that's how I've always said it. Did you hear that? Like, did you read that or did yeah, you hear that someone read else that, say that? He he like how he may have pronounced it was Crowley, not Crowley, but it just seems yeah. like it's ca- caught on. Close enough. But he defied all expectations of the standard time. His ignorance matched his defiance, but he found the religion of uh, Thielma. Thielma? Thielma? Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Thielma. I think it's Thema. He was the founder of the religion Thelema, practiced sex magic, and may have worked as a double agent for the British. What's sex magic? Well, you know, find out. Like, is that like, if well, my dick's there and then it's not there? And, Whoop, it's uh, in your ass. Well, <laughs> What's yeah. in your ass? <laughs> Pull it out. We'll talk about it soon on this episode. But like, I ain't getting into too deep of the roots. I'm more talking about like him and stuff. But like sex magic is more like, he will come to learn that he liked fucking men and women. And now you will come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh-huh. you know, and we've talked about it before. He's the guy that broke a man's brain by being a power bottom. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> It's, it was all about he went against... He's got that thick booty, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, so he went against all of, like, religion and stuff like that and started doing his own, like, religion practices kind of thing, but we'll get into it. But sex magic is more of, like, ritualistically doing, ma- uh, like, sex for, like, some purpose. Like, you, there's a whole theatrical thing to it. Like, you open the curtains and then you gotta open the girl's legs and then do so-and-so. And it's all about provoking magic and using sexual energy yeah, for, like, yeah. a magic kind of thing. And I think that he liked fucking men and women because even at the time it was, like, illegal to be gay, right? Kind of thing. Uh, so... He was kind of pushing the boundaries on that, and I think he would talk about using homosexual sex magic because it's not—it's against God. Like you're not supposed to be doing that. Many people have done it down the road. The same kind of thing. We didn't really—that didn't really answer my question one little what? bit. It's just—it's sex <laughs> with ritual. Like, yeah, you know, but like, what's I don't understand. Like, you what, get are something you, out of it. You provoke demons, maybe, or certain things. Yeah, like that. okay, you maybe it's I mean? like a it's an orgy. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, okay. many orgies. Yes, All right, I get that. Based on legends about Crowley, it would be easy to sum him up as a perverse, drug addict, satanic, wickedest man in the world. He's a good yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that adds up. Yeah. However, it seems that he was much more uh, than any of those things. Exactly who Alistair Crowley, the person, actually was. It would, he would invoke respect, and then some people would be disgusted by him, and others feared him, and some hated him, and others loved him. So it's just it's a th- Sounds fine like everybody. line. Yeah, it's a fine line. So we'll get into the early, early years. He was born with, uh, his name was born would be uh, Edward Alistair, or Edward Alexander Crowley, better known now as Alistair, but he changed his name later on, we'll get into, in Warwickshire. Sounds like the hobbits live there. <laughs> Warwickshire. Warwickshire. Uh, in England on October 12th, 1875. His parents were Edward and Emily Crowley, both devout Christians. His father was a preacher and raised Alistair as a Christian. In fact, Edward read him read to him and his mother from the Bible every day at breakfast. Oh, that's a shitty way to start yeah, the day. You see, God might kill you if you touch your pee-pee, Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna touch it. And don't kill me. <laughs> How can one restrain? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thus, from a young age, 
Alistair was admittedly a Christian as well, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he changes, but the, there's a weird legend about him, and I don't get, like, because I don't think you can... That would be weird, because I don't know how they could tell at the time. There's a legend that supposedly when he was born, there was four... Uh, what year is this? Eight, when he was born was 1875. He had watches, so then, the you fucking dummy. No, not watches. I said, I don't know if they could know what's inside of a person's body. Oh, I thought you said time. tell the no, time, no, not no, at no. the time. Like, no, at idiot. the time. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, because this is just like kind of the ending of the Victorian era, especially in like Britain and, you know what I mean? The United States started to build up, Canada's kind of started to build up and shit. We're like, yeah. you, know, you know, it's the times. Um, but like he supposedly was born with four hairs around his heart that curled into the, like to a swastika, a swastika. But I'm thinking like, it can't you be You need more heart. than four no, to like, make a, No a hairs swastika. that would like end up forming into a swastika shape because... Well, how, just lo- what the fucking how long says. is that curl? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is that like a fucking two foot hair? When I was watching the documentary, it was like, it said that. And I was like, well, they wouldn't be able to see inside of his heart. Like they didn't have fucking like, you know, x-rays. Oh, I thought they shit. were saying on his chest. So it must, have been, his heart. It must have been his chest then. But Some this, long ass yeah. hairs. It could be on a baby. That's a long hair. <laughs> got pubes coming out I, of his chest. I don't have chest hairs. Zero years right. old. <laughs> okay, so... His dad owned a brewery, and they had their own Crowley beer. I wish I could try that shit. It's probably strong from back then. I would think it'd be strong. Yeah, what's beer like back then? I know. We should find is it. Is it just like, it's probably just watered down moonshine, to be fair. <laughs> Throw some fucking wheat in there. And yeah, it's beer. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, so as a boy, he grew up with like no childhood books or toys. His mother was pretty strict and stuff, but he didn't really strict. have... Strict. You can't have books? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't really. That's a second have, yeah, level yeah. of straight. That's dungeon slave. He doesn't. He doesn't really have the opportunity, or like, has a childhood like a normal kid would, especially in these times. Stuff didn't have toys, fucking books. Kid, Can you kid tell me toys. really any normal child from any in, insane creature like Crowley has been? No, I guess not. <laughs> any any like murder or anything? It always stems from something so, that yeah, happened to them as a kid. Although there's different, some people say he hated his father, somebody say he adored his father, but you know, maybe he adored his father. But Stu- yeah. Stupid stipulation. Yeah, right? I know. And his relationship with his mother was difficult at best. She was extremely strict and called him the beast whenever she he knew. was unhappy with his behavior. Yeah, he probably fucking threw a pretty good fit, I'd <laughs> yeah. assume. He appeared to revel in the association rather than resent it. In fact, later in life, Crowley would refer to himself as the Great Beast of 666. So after his dad died of tongue cancer. Oh, that's a shitty way to go. That gotta be painful, I feel like. Yeah, I'm gonna say his then. fucking beer was not mixed very well. It's probably just straight alcohol but rotting the that, fucking like, tongue. Dying of like cancer without the radiation isn't that painful. No, because the radiation part is the bad part. Well, but like, yes, because you know, remember, remember Ernest. Like Ernest goes to the camp. Ernest mm-hmm, goes to mm-hmm. jail. Uh, Jim Varney, he he was a fucking like chain smoker. And he got cancer, and he just died in his bed peacefully. Like, no, like, pain. He just kind of just, like, dead. And died. So that seems nice. Oh. <laughs> well, he Crowley was only 11 years old at the time of his father's death. Found his oppressive home too much, and he strayed away from his Christian path and began a rebellious behavior at his conservative Christian school. 
great school. To be they part they of. probably like they what they see as rebellious behavior is probably pretty thin. Is it to be fair? Like yeah. you're at a Christian school, like you made out with a girl. You're you're being a rebel yeah. right now. What I heard, my buddy that went to a Christian camp. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, I, that, I almost like, lost they, my virginity yeah, at one. He said that that fucking people fuck in those. Fucking, oh yeah, yeah, those are those are the best. Or like mess around as teens. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you, know you mess mean? around. That's yeah. where I got my first cuddle really i was like i was like hj by no, the counselor I was, I was like 13 and and the girl was 16 you sure and we, it wasn't we cuddled pastor and kissed. bob <laughs> pastor bob had great rack <laughs> pastor bob it's like bob me billy billy meet bob now meet my under mud garments oh, i don't know what the fuck they wear do they wear my garments give it to me billy i'm wearing that shit after the at the time of his father's death he ended up having fantasies about torture, blood, and imagine being hurt in agony. So he like liked the pain, almost like which will eventually get What's into. What's that word again? Uh, uh, oh, mas- sadom- it's masochist. Masochist, yeah. yeah sadomasochist. Like it's on the tip pain. of my tongue, yeah. yeah. Yeah, masochism. Um, but that's why eventually when we get into, which we might definitely do, um, but when we talk about like Albert Fish and stuff, like he's someone actually kind of around the same time era, like a little a Mr. little Fish. later. But yeah, Albert Fish, you know, he like fucking ate that girl's butt and stuff. Like, yeah, we'll we'll well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But he was someone that was like that enjoyed ate the, pain. ate like the meat or like- yeah cooked cooked a little girl's butt in an oven and then he sent her mother a letter telling her mother that he ate her butt and. Yeah, uh, her delectable ash or something like really disgusting. But yeah, <laughs> we'll get an Albert Fish later on in life. Um, so we started having vi- visions of being degraded by wicked women. Oh yeah, slap my tuchus. Tell me I've been a wicked boy. And <laughs> it's like fucking, you know. He started having those kind of fantasies. Yeah, you know, no weird. Crowley as a child heard about cats having nine lives. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and thought it was near impossible to kill one. So I gotta try. <laughs> he caught a cat, fed it arsenic, okay, hung it above a fire, slit its throat, then smashed its head after it was burnt up and charred, looking like an overcooked steak. <laughs> he drowned the cat and then for good measure threw it out a high window to ensure he had taken all of the nine lives. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that crazy? Like, that's a lot of shit to do to a cat. You'd be like, I killed the cat all nine times. All nine times. He ain't coming back. (laughs) He began to read a lot of books as he was young. He was a young teen and wanted to become a great poet. He's like a a rapper back in the day. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's waiting for that. He's like the first white rapper. Ah. Uh, Around 15, he would lose his virginity. I think it was just to, like, a girl at a Christian school, like, the school he went to or so. Actually, no, I mean, Christian, I, I think it was, like, a strict Christian school, like, back then. I would think they would be just men. And then Christian school for just women. I don't know if... that's Yeah, private segregation school, so yeah. Was, was huge back then, for sure. And around age 16, he began an intense spiral into defiancy. To affirm, uh, to affirm the, his uh, explicit defiance, young Crowley started having sexy time with the maid at his home, and he fucked her in his mother's bed. Come here, mate. It's time for sexiest time. Yeah. He's like, what, that. eight? Yeah, yeah, no, he's 16. Oh, 16, that's So, what like, said. he lost his virginity, and then he started f- fucking the I wonder maid. if the maid was hot. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I'm gonna assume she wasn't. Yeah, but who knows? If I don't know if we'll ever get into it, but I would talk about it because it's so fucked up. But there's a lot of teachers that fuck 
like students yeah. that are women, older women. Like, yeah. um, I was looking at this article and stuff, and there's some fucking hot looking teachers. They're like fucking kids that are like 14, 15, and like having full on relationship with them and shit. And like, you know, uh, I think she, my girlfriend was telling me about one, and then she like looked at me. I was like, to me, I do it. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why not? But after the maid's termination, uh, this it's just kind of sad. So the mom fired her, and then this woman ended up working as a prostitute because she like had no other work, and she became a raging homeless alcoholic. Those are like all homeless people, but sure. You think all homeless people are fucking alcoholics? I'm gonna say a good portion. Hey, any of you uh, homeless people have an, uh, an iPod or, <laughs> or, or something that you can listen to this on? Let me know if you all are alcoholics. Um, Either that or drug addicts. Yeah. Well, realistically, like I get it. Your your life gets to that point. You turn to something to instantly make yeah. you feel better. But like this wo- this fucking prostitute, right? This maid. Uh, there is a claim uh, that she ended up getting was a victim of Jack the Ripper. Dun dun. Is that crazy? You know, it'd be weird, weird coincidence. I guess he went after all prostitutes. Yeah, so. I'm like, that's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not too big of it. There's only so many, I guess, at that time and yeah. age. I can't. It was that a problem back then? I'd oh, assume there'd be way more. I've, I'd assume there was to date far more prostitutes than there were back then. No, no way, no way. You don't think so? Because it was more or less legal. Because like uh, it were it happened uh, in Whitechapel. That's where the Jackie Ripper happened. Whitechapel was like um, a dingy ass, like, like you call it a ghetto. You could call it a ghetto, literally. You know, yeah. even though it was like it was a bunch of different ethnicities, but um, <laughs> the fact that like that, it was just like poverty stricken, and the only way you could make money was maybe to run a bar or to like be a hooker kind of shit. So, yeah. and that's why you know when they talk about Jack the Ripper, it's probably very easily readable. That like all these people are just ready, ready to go, ready to fuck, and they just cuts them all up in five seconds. Ready know? to go, ready to fuck. <laughs> Jack the Ripper single handedly stopped prostitution. Oh no, he did not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so obviously. You know, at the time, we've talked about the time in the late 18th century, yeah. you know, a lot of syphilis and sex diseases. <laughs> so he contracted a sex disease from fucking a hooker. What was it? Um, and I see, that's why I didn't really say it just, even in the documentary, it said just a sex disease or like an STI. Well, been, yeah, I was like, it could have just been an STI. But uh, STIs or STDs, they, we've just changed it because it's an infection. Or STI sorry, not disease. STI, I meant, uh. But syphilis, we, it might be What's that syphilis. thing when you, you, pee, it hurts when you pee? I don't know. A bladder infection? <laughs> yeah, but there's a word for it. I don't know. The there's fact. a three syllable, <laughs> like it's a three word. Fuck. Bladder. No, my God. <laughs> um, no, but like, see, and it help was, me out. You gotta help me out here. What the fuck it, is no. it? Uh, STI and there's no. It's driving me nuts. It's like everyone gets this, a UTI. Oh yeah, urinary fuck. tract yeah, infection. Well, no, I've never had. Yeah, that. that's that, but that's super common, and it could have been something as little as that. Um, no, but it, I think it was because it was like syphilis was so run rampant at the like 18th century and stuff like that. Like people was fucking like crazy, you know what I mean? So like, I just. Fu- he might have had syphilis, and it'd be fucked because he'd just be passing it because he fucked a lot of people uh, in the okay. end of his life. So to spread that around would be kind of fucked up. But like, I don't know. Maybe it was just like like fucking the clap or something, right? You know what I mean? Because I think <laughs> if it was syphilis, I think he would have been affected health wise like pretty quickly. I thought it like kills you like pretty fucking quick. 
I'm not going to research. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an expert or, on syphilis. No. Uh, so what, maybe it was blue waffle. Which is just funny <laughs> that I don't know how this happened, no? how they okay. found out, or what'd you say? I said maybe it was blue waffle. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to know about that shit. I know what that is. Um, so like after contracting the sex disease from the hooker, which is weird. I wonder how they knew this, or who they were like in the shower room and be like, Alistair's got warts on his dick because he was kicked out from the private school he was attending. So it was a private school. Yeah, they probably like inspect the board. Yeah, bald anus every that. day. Because, Show me your gooch. Yeah. Well, well, this is just we'll get into fucking obviously. Um, you shaved? Does that mean you had sex? <laughs> Bring it back to Albert Fish. We'll get into him, but he was like at a private boys' school, and he would like enjoy when the nuns would beat him and shit like that. So like, ah. you know, it makes sense maybe. But so we started uh, playing chess and becoming a great player. He's actually like really good at chess, like winning tournaments and shit. But it just kind of shows that he did have intelligence. Like, and to be able to be very good at chess, you have to be pretty fucking smart to know what move is going to be next on that stuff. And Tom, you, do you think you can beat me at chess? Not anymore, but I used to be really into chess when I was a kid. Like, I, I love chess. I, I could, I used to be good. We should play sometime just out of, like, like whatever. Yeah. Like, who, someone has a drink or something. Yeah, like we'll, throw, we'll throw a hundred bucks on um, it. No, I can't do <laughs> that. Fucking, I, not right kidding. now with the COVID <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but I'm I would definitely gambler. do it. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's how I want to make my money. I want to make my money chess hustling. All right, good. For I'm you. really good at chess. Okay. Hey, I want to. You think I? You think we could do it? No, not in this bo- day and age. You, Maybe in the fucking. No, you just 1920s. come up. We're, we're playing chess in the park with the old guys, and just I'll just like be like, "Fuck, I just can't beat this guy. I just need someone new." And somebody else takes me on. I'll be like, "Fuck, I need incentive. Put a thousand on it, and I'll just yeah. crush him." So you're gonna be. We gotta hustle. So with I chess. picture Billy, one of those dudes, in the park in New York. I'm gonna playing chess like all fucked up and shit. Like I and then we're as he's decaying slowly. And then all of a sudden I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do it. Okay. In uh, 1895, when he was around 20 years old, Crowley started attending Trinity College. At this time is when he changed his name from Alexander to Alastar. Alastar. I wonder if he why he chose that. Like Alexander and Alistair, like no, Alistair you know sounds a little more anybody like a little evil? more flamboyant. I know. I guess, and he was kind of being flamboyant, right? Yeah. So, though, because like Alistair. Al, I, when's the last time you've ever heard anyone with the name Alistair? I don't know one person. Uh, I feel like I might have heard that name somewhere, but I don't personally know anybody. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like one somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, at the time, he started having homosexual thoughts. Homeless? Homosexual thoughts. And And that's a no-no back then. And at the time, he didn't want to be out as one. So anytime Aleister Crowley had those thoughts, he would give himself a nice wet hooker. Yeah, so anytime he was like, penis, penis, no, vagina, vagina. I hey, mean, you over there. I got I got, I got 20 bucks. <laughs> buttholes. It could be anybody's butthole. <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah, doing that speak to me in a low voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess just pretend. Just put like a uh, fake like wooden dick. Because I, I imagine dildos back then were made out of wood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Splinters. <laughs> Around this time, Crowley felt something awaken in himself. And he believed he may possess magical powers. He's like, I believe that Alistair. once or twice. You're a wizard, Alistair. I am a wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, so, like, Have he, sex with these demons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Magic. Alistair's father spent much of his time preaching the Bible to whoever would listen, uh, but was also a, uh, he was a uh, certified engineer. But at the time, what are you engineering? Uh, t- Bricklaying. 
Hey, put this fucking grout between these bricks and fucking stack them. No, an engineer can invent anything. He could make anything. He invented the first dildo made out of wood. Could have. That, <laughs> no, that, could, be, that, that could be what you do with an engineer Egyptian degree. Age. Of course. So, what, like, obviously his father died. His, his, fa- or, like, his father did make a decent amount of money, like, enough back then to you're like, an engineer yeah. that's always been a good job and he owns his own like bar and shit so like no shit yeah no he's made, he's probably pretty rich to at that build point it up yeah. and stuff so like at the time edward alistair had inherited a fortune from his father yeah. his father actually inherited a fortune from his father so alistair's grandfather uh he was the one that had the lucrative family owned brewery company uh, and so his father ended up getting the money like earning it whatever his, his and father then did. putting it into a bar and then, making it even bigger and so he would save his money in a trust for Alistair. So, and that's why his father, his father already inherited money and he, oh, the bar was still running and the brewery was still running. So it's yeah, like, yeah. why not put away for Alistair? Baby little Alistair, guy with the swastika on his chest. He's like, going to be a good kid. <laughs> uh, so when he reached the age of 21, that makes sense. So he's just... They wouldn't even know what a swastika was back then. No, it's weird. Like how he's like, he couldn't access the inheritance until he was 21. But like back then... You may not live past 50, so it's like, what is, you know what I mean? Or 60. I think. Yeah, was 21 always the age of adult? And even back then, it seems like it, no people were getting States, married though. at yeah. 14, yeah, yeah. 15. Because everyone, well, I think this time life experience 13 yeah. for fuck's sakes. I think in the early, uh, I think, I think it would be like life, especially would be like 60. That's like fucking that's tops. pushing it yeah, yeah you know no that's mean? well it's actually that's only just over a hundred years ago no that's what i'm saying or like, just over a thousand yeah. sorry that's not what? a thousand years ago yeah <laughs> you said it's late 1800s am i going insane that's not a thousand yeah, that's years a th- ago. Th- what, what's the year 18 uh, what when he was born he was 1875 that's a thousand and fifty <laughs> years ago thousand years are you insane right now? World War One was in 1918. Okay. Oh, a hundred years. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, I Why like, did I think I was a thousand? I, don't know. I was like, are you fucking going insane? I am going insane. That's on me. <laughs> I was like, quarantine. I was looking at you like you were dumb. Hey, I fuck. don't know what day it is. I'm not now. good. At, I'm always good at the math. What I'm the like, fuck? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, uh, his family network and wealth granted Alistair a membership into some of London's most exclusive fraternal clubs. You know what they do there? Well, butt fucking well. Oh, I, I was chasing. I was looking at docking. No cheddar chasing. Cheddar chasing. I just made that up. They put a dick. They put dick. They put cheese on their dick, and then they make you chase the cheddar. I don't know. It sounds yeah, like something. Not, for, it, maybe if I ate cheese, <laughs> and you're like, get it out of my stomach. It sounds like something <laughs> that your one frat frat boys would do. Like they hit each other with paddles, and it's very homoerotic. <laughs> They're you know? like, here, I'm going to eat a fuckload of cheese and you have to get some on your dick after fucking No, but me. it's like fr- uh, <laughs> fr- like like frats and stuff. Soon they go too far. Like they show in like neighbors and movies like that and even like an- uh, Animal House and stuff like that back in the I day. I don't know what Animal House is. You're fucking sad. National Lampoons. Oh, heaven forbid, coming from the guy who hasn't even watched Nosferatu. Oh, fuck it. What? A show that just came it's out? It's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> your listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? He hasn't seen Hocus Pocus, and he's never seen Animal House. Oh, uh, like, heaven forbid, I actually do things instead of watch TV You don't all the do time. anything. I do. I write music. <laughs> yeah, I, I've do been you? working out. You dye your hair blonde. I go to work. 
But like, I just the frats are fucked up shit. It'd be like, uh, I got this glass and five of us came in it, and you're recruits, so now you have to drink it. It's like they use like shit like that. <laughs> now you, yours is the new one, so yeah. you take the cup and you down it like a it's bottle cr- of ranch. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew, who drinks ranch? That's what they do also. Oh in my frats. god! Uh, by most standards, is Harridan should have set, uh, but enough to set up Alistair for life. Which is crazy. However, due to his lavish travel and spending, he exhausted the money before he was 50. Which is crazy. That if he really wanted to, he could have just relaxed, maybe not gotten to butt sex and sex magic, and just... God. And just, like, lived it's normally. sex magic. You should be able to do that for free. <laughs> I agree. I can't imagine the demons are, like, coming up, like, come on, buddy. Pay come up. on. <laughs> pay up. Pay up. Crowley was an initiate in the or, uh, in the outer order of the Golden Dawn. So he's kind of like, it's almost like a reject. Like the Golden uh, Order of the Golden Dawn was like an esoteric teaching about magic. And literally they had like wands and shit and swords and daggers and was like, cut their hands and like, I pledge my allegiance to the Order of the Dawn. And then, you know, stuff like that. It's like yeah, very yeah, crazy. Yeah. But he did that on November. Blood Brothers. Yeah. Eight, on the 18th of November, 1898. So it's almost 19, like, hundreds. Okay. Getting, it's coming up close by the group's leader, and it began to understand different types of magic. But he found the dark side of these magic rituals were more fascinating to him, which would make sense. Of course. But they would Anybody. Actually, yeah. They would attempt rituals to bring back things from the dead. Shit like that. It's bring like, back things? things? Yeah. So, like, the rings and pocket watches and money they might have died with? No. Well, maybe they did weird shit like that. Who knows? But like, so, they're I realistically would, just digging up graves? Yeah. <laughs> they could have done that for... And, like, cats. I feel like they always, it's always animals first. And it's like, we'll do it to an animal. We'll see if we can do it to a human. Like, you know what I mean? Like I guess, yeah. Uh, they would perform many gruesome and bizarre rituals. At this time... He became fascinated and obsessed with the occult and started getting into drugs like morphine, cocaine, and hashish. Hashish. It's funny that... Hash became a no, list on um, that? It's very funny that he like loved... like He didn't smoke weed, but he loved fucking hash. But hash was being imported from like Afghanistan and stuff like that at the time and like other like fucking Middle Eastern countries. It would come over here and it's funny that... Like, more people at the time were like hitting hookahs and shit, like full yeah, of hash, yeah, yeah. than they were of smoking a joint. Yeah, it could, because it came from Middle Eastern tradition and stuff. Fucking Afghanistan, they I mean, have that's a little different though. Smoking it through like a hookah as opposed yeah. to smoking a joint. I do like honestly. I haven't smoked hash in years. I used to love hash, but it's that, like, that fucks it's, me up too it's hard. hard. It was just hardcore yeah, weed. Yeah, it's 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 a little yeah. It will depend. That's all it, it is. It's, it's crystallized. No, it's crystallized. Yeah, that's all it is. It's packed. And no, crystal. yeah, yeah. But some people make it shittier than other people, so it's like you're not making it anything. Well, people sometimes we uh, make hash out of like um, shake out of leaves, right? So it's not as potent. Uh, and there's people yeah. that use bud. But we used to even your man finger hash to get all your crystals and stuff. Yeah, fucking, but and then I'm like, but if I'm doing that with my fingers, it's like my whole fingers are now like encased with yeah. like fucking crystal I'm gonna gumming it like a fucking drug <laughs> addict cocaine yeah, and so you got a morphine morphine sounds fun I've never tried it sounds fun I haven't either my brother's <laughs> got it three fucking times cause he keeps popping out his goddamn uh, knee ew I know but every time he goes there he's like I like the morphine <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I'm good <laughs> so it's very fine but at the time all these drugs were pretty much they were very legal if you could afford yeah. them. Yeah. They were just, just like... Just pricey. Well, and 
at the time, the island think would be that expensive, but, but they would be it, for someone it, who's mediocrely living could afford it. Yeah. But if you're someone who's just trying to get by at the time. Which is 90% of the population. I'd say like 70, 80, yeah, for sure. Like a, a big amount. Yeah. Uh, but homosexually, homosexuality, homosexually. <laughs> homosexuality was very illegal in the Victorian times, and there are rumors that cops were watching Alistair Crowley in 1899. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, when he was in Britain... What was he, 67 and 99? He's not even 30 yet. No, yeah, uh, yeah, he was 20... 28? No, yeah, so, yeah, tw- yeah, yeah, well, let me see. Or 67 and no, 99, no, 22. No, 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 he's... It, 70, 80, I can't even fucking do math anymore. My math's gone, that's 32. He was 20 in 19, or uh, 1895, so he's only fucking 19, uh, it's 1898. It's the 18s and 19s I that messed that me I, up. I can <laughs> see I'm it. like, I'm, I'm confused. I know. So the cops are watching him. He's about like twenty five, and they're watching him. But like, I don't know, man. I think I heard some dick sucking outside last night. I think it was coming from Alistair's house. It sounded like a. <laughs> <laughs> and when I peered in the window, two men. <laughs> yeah. Two men is what I saw. <laughs> no woman to be found anywhere. We looked. We had a warrant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're just making some homemade ketchup. And then this is like stirring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Crow- <Packing> fudge. <laughs> yeah. So Crowley moved to Scotland where he found uh, where he felt the deep spiritual connection to the place. Scotland is a weird place. There's a lot of weird folklore to begin with. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of the Freemason bullshit stems from Britain, Scotland, Ireland, stuff like that, right? So kind of makes sense. Um, so he bought a place in Boleskin, a house on the famous lake of Loch Ness, which is kind of cool. He it's bought a, a fucking... Monster. Yeah, he bought a house on Loch, uh, uh, Loch Ness. It's actually yeah. a lake, right? Yeah. The Loch Ness Monsters, which is kind of cool. And I wonder, I think that that myth has been around for a long time. Yeah, so he probably like was it, like, yeah. this is kind of hardcore, man. They wouldn't even call it cryptids at the time. He'd be like, I got a house on the lake where there's a cryptid. Now I got to go move to Florida and find the skunk ape and I'll be set. <laughs> I got all the ones. <laughs> yeah. Like Pokemon trying to catch them all. <laughs> I caught the Chupacabra and now I'm ready to catch Bigfoot. Um, and just I gotta like make some, a battle each other. Yeah, the Chupacabra is some rabid dog he injected with heroin. It's like, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> to perform, cer- so he bought this place to perform ceremonies in which he would summon angels. It's very funny that he would summon angels considering that he liked the darker side and that... Uh, he was also fascinated by Satan and everything like that. But I think it just depends on what he was learning his magic from, what this is really all about. And and there's other people that will talk about it. We're not going to get into the whole magic side because I think one day we'll get into like dark magic and stuff like that. It'd be kind of fun. And we could try our own rituals beforehand or something like that. I just want to play at the Ouija board in your house. Uh, not my house. We're doing your stop house. Stop being a pussy. Uh, tell, don't, I'm not being a pussy. I'll bring it to your house. I played many times in my life. I'm not being a pussy. I'll bring it's it to I'm your like, house. It's <laughs> I said I played. And it's like, no, you're summoning bullshit. Although the house was only in his possession for 15 years, it was the site of much of his writing. People feared the strange man that had moved in, and maids had left Crowley's house because of the dark practices he was involved with. Maids are trying to clean up, and there's just cum everywhere. And he's like, like, this is too... <laughs> like, you're paying me, like, 10 cents a day, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Like, hey, this is there's not fucking There's too much cum, okay? <laughs> The Golden Dawn would eventually crumble. Crowley left to Mexico and rented a house. He went to your homeland. Do a Mexican. A- you need to learn how to do a Mexican accent. 
Hey, papi. <laughs> you suck. Hey, papi. <laughs> okay. So he, he ended up running a house in Mexico because it's just like, that's where he spent all this money, man. If you just like, like lived in one place, but I think because his reputation, what he would do there, it would end up scaring people and, and just his reputation as the years went, just building and building until he became like creepier and creepier kind of. And then it's like, so he went from different place to different places, like adventure, which is cool. Like do that. But like, why don't I just go from like, you know, Scotland to like Ireland and then go like cheaper routes yeah. rather than I'm going to take a boat that probably how much would that cost? Well, because he didn't care. That's all money he didn't make. You yeah. don't learn money <laughs> yeah, when you I don't know. make it. And it's weird for being someone what he believed in. He seems very like uh, spoiled. Yeah. You know what I mean? If like, cause that's like what it seems like. So there, while he was there, he was trying to, <laughs> this is really funny. So while he was in Mexico, he was experimenting with turning himself invisible. <laughs> Billy's face. Yeah. <laughs> and he did, and he believed he did after he walked through the town and he had a crown on his head and this weird gay robe on. Um, <laughs> and not one person looked at him. And yet, unnoticed, not one person looked at him. And in Mexico, you'd be like, what the fuck? Did you see that weirdo? Maybe they're just trying to avert their eyes, like, I don't see that. Yeah, weird, nobody weird knows that something's happening. Here. <laughs> he eventually moved on from Mexico and traveled to India. Plus many other places as the years went on, practicing magic and rock climbing. He really liked his rock climbing. And rock climbing too, eh? Yeah. He actually really enjoyed rock climbing. He loves climbing on anything hard, eh? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Although his occult activities kind of like dominated his image, Alistair Crowley had many other interests. Like uh, rock climbing, mountain climbing specifically became like a big hobby for him. Surprised he didn't come up to Canada. I know. And during this time at Cambridge, when he was going to that college, uh, throughout his life too, he would actually, um, he would, I guess they call it a summit. He would summit a surprising number of perilous peaks. Um, What's a perilous peak? He would climb a lot of fucking mountains. That's what they're saying. A perilous peak? Yeah. So it's, dangerous to climb a mountain and get to the peak so but honestly it'd be that's kinda, stupid that's well, a kind stupid of a thing thrill though too to be like i'm gonna make it to the top you look up it's like it's way too <sighs> high oh it means you can't see the yeah. top that's what that means uh in fact he was so enthralled by the hobby uh, between 1894 and 1898 so kind of what we were just talking about this is the time when he was younger yeah um he would holiday to the alps and every year to climb this is why he spent all his fucking money like going like places to climb mountains and then he's going to practice magic in scotland and yeah he's going no to shit. mexico and it's like holy fuck you spent all your shit up uh he was also the original member of the scottish mountaineering club this is the time when he's in scotland and during his life uh, Crowley climbed K2, the Burmese Alps, and the Monch, the Monch, under, I guess the Monch, I've heard that. Uh, just a few, there's just a few names. Uh, but the K2 expedition of 1905 was unfortunate. So this is kind of when he started doubting his abilities and shit like that. But, you uh, know, it was unfortunate. Heaven forbid. Yeah, I know. It was unfortunate circumstances uh, that permanently, permanently damaged his reputation in the climbing community. Uh, because K two in the early like the early nineteen or the early twentieth century was the Everest of its time. Like it was like Mount Everest. What do you mean Mount Everest? Like didn't not no, exist. No, it's just that people weren't attempting yeah, to they climb didn't. it. Well, at the they time. didn't. Or did they know? They actually to fly that far. I don't know if you'd want to go out to that dusty ass maybe snowy they, place. Maybe they didn't but, know. Uh, where the, is Everest again? I can't think of where it is. Alexa. Yes. Where is Mount Everest? Go fuck yourself. Lexa's gotten really rude. Really. <laughs> what are you doing to her? <laughs> uh, I always yell at her. That's probably why. 
The peak was not reached until 1955. So they didn't actually fucking beat the mountain. The mountain beated them. Uh, but Beated the, the, yeah. them. Uh, but in 1905, Crowley was offered the position of a sole leader for an expedition to break an altitude record. So you would try to like, well, this guy got here. You know how we can tell? Yeah. Because his body's still there. So he got this far. And then, uh, you because know, actually when they were, uh, people climbed Everest. You would leave a flag. Um, no, no. Flags too. But actually, I think it was Everest. I think that's what it was. That uh, you would see the markers, bodies. the markers were dead bodies. That's how they knew how far they've gotten and stuff like that. Would be certain dead bodies or bones that'd be laying there, which is kind of fucked up. But cr- you wouldn't be able to see the bones well, and all that stuff. That's what snow. I thought too, because I've heard that before. That's what the markers were, were dead bodies. But the same is, wouldn't eventually you wouldn't be able to see the dead bodies? Yeah, but maybe Unless like, it's just like yeah. a pile of dead bodies. <laughs> I think, like, uh, George it's like, made I'm it tired. This far. Yeah. I could go like three more steps, but I'm and just going to lie down over. right here. There's like, there's a big mountain <laughs> forming of dead bodies. Or maybe like, maybe it was just, if you knew you weren't going to make it and you made yourself like stand up against yeah. a tree or something <laughs> and you like nailed your head. <laughs> so like, you just like, you shoved a flag through your foot and then you like nail yourself to a tree and be like, uh, and you're like this, this is, is so me. far I made it. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, there's gotta be a point where you're like, there's no returning. Like, yeah. I'm not going back down. There's no helicopter. You just jump off the side of the cliff and see what happens. <laughs> At that point, honestly, I almost want to. I don't know. Uh, Crowley was stubborn and a cruel leader by all accounts, forcing the team to push regardless of poor weather. Half the team choo- uh, actually chose to attempt to descend. So they, people were like, okay, fuck this. We've gotten too far up. And they started trying to go back down. Yeah. Probably killed them. Uh, due to the poor weather, they... Why did that kill them? Because they're trying to go back down while the weather's shit. And Crowley's like, no, no, we should keep going. Weather, weather shit up. Um, weather always gets worse as you climb yeah, up I, altitudes. Yeah, I understand that. If but you like, go back down, back down, they wouldn't die from that. No, but it's still scary. Have you watched like any like rock climbing fucking movie? Like, oh, like, I thought you said he's climbing a mountain. He, he's climbing Yeah, fuck- you're not... You're not fucking... No, but You're not just, jumping off a ledge with one repelled thing. I've, you're getting yeah. ledge to ledge to ledge. But still, it, it would be hard to go back down, I feel like. They, they got to eventually. And it was weird. I was thinking, like, at the time, they didn't really... Like, there was no, really no planes and helicopters and bullshit. So it's it could like, be easier to so go down like, than up. What is happening when you reach the top? You, you reach the top, you put your flag in, and then, like, say there's ten of you left. Only fucking like three of you are coming back. No, down's so much easier than up. Uh, Have you ever been like even at anything climbing anything? Yes, going down so much your easier. Mom. You just like <laughs> plant it in, you jump off, you repel, as opposed I, to like uh, yeah, I clicking know, but even a fucking if you rock. Don't know the terrain or how bad the weather was getting. Yeah, you're were. fine. All right, fucker. All You're right, fine. mountain climbers. Uh, going up go is so much harder the, than going down. I get that in general, but it's still that there is dangers of going back down. Of course yeah, there fucker. is. You're rock climbing. So due to poor weather, uh, they have entren- uh, they have become entrenched and were crushed by an avalanche because that could happen. Guess yeah, what? That's when fair. you're climbing down, all you hear is. <laughs> or while you're climbing up, you fucking idiot. No, you, know, you know how you beat an avalanche? You climb faster than the avalanche. I'm oh, that's joking. that's facts for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, the other everyone <laughs> take that into effect, and please don't fucking kill yourselves. <laughs> well, others rush. I remember when Tom <laughs> said, "All I gotta do is walk faster than it." <laughs> Just you barrel into that avalanche face first, and you come out the other side clean. No, you fucking take two, three, fucking four animals, and you make shift them into a snowboard, and you go the fuck down right under their bellies. Oh yeah, sure. That's. <laughs> We don't condone any PTA, no, no dogs, cats, or anything has been harmed. Even though Billy doesn't like cats, 
Splat, fuck pat against the wall. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, while others rushed to help those who were trapped on their snow, Alistair refused to assist them. He's like, oh, fuck those dudes. They're dead already. Uh, the whole expedition... The story doesn't make sense. Uh, no. The ones going down died, but the ones going up didn't. Fuck No, off. they did die. People were trying to help each other. Oh, and Alistair okay. didn't want to help the people that were in the avalanche because oh, okay. he's a dick. Well, he's in an avalanche, too. <laughs> he was probably on the side. Like He might have been more ahead because he was more experienced. Oh, right? You know, shit like that happened. But it, that, that whole experience is crazy. Like, it, the, to climb up a fucking, like, a I crazy wanna mountain. I want to do it. I want to climb a mountain. All right. We'll try one day. I'll probably die, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> the whole expedition was... You can't <laughs> walk up your stairs. <laughs> <Go> fuck <yourself. laughs> I climbed up your mom pretty good. The whole expedition was called off, and the She's next skidding. day, uh, Crowley left on his own, and he gave up, he gave up climbing that day. He said that's enough. He's like, fuck it. He's like, I fucked I'm too up. Tired. I was an asshole. And I fucked up. No, he's just exhausted. He's so, pussed out. let's get into the esoteric origins. The organizations. All right. Which ones? The Ortis Tempus Arantis. Oh, yeah. Arantis. For sure. The Ortis Temp- Templis Arantis. Oh, the yeah. o- It's the OTO, okay? Sure. Originally began as an offshoot of Freemasonry. Although Crowley wasn't the founder, as many people think, he definitely was not. The group admitted him in 1910. And subsequently held a number of high-ranking positions throughout Crowley's life. Uh, Crowley's ideas held were highly influenced of the direction of the organization. Within two years, they elected him to control the English and the Irish chapters. Ah. Yeah. Two years. That's yep. pretty quick. Crowley compiled his esoteric research and beliefs into a number of books that the clergy of the OTO... Uh, the OTO Revered as godsend, so they like they really liked Crowley. They thought and, he literally was Jeebus. Well, and they thought he just knew more than I don't know that you know, like he just he just been doing this shit half his life, so it makes yeah. sense. But Crowley's Thelma or Thelma, how did I say it last time? Is Thelma, 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 that's it. Kind of. Thelma, uh, Close enough. Yeah, but... Uh, Whatever, that's the religion he, he well, Yeah, he started was... It was kind of an amalgamation of deep Eastern philosophies blended into magic of, like, the Kabbalah and other Western concepts. He put a bunch of shit and threw at the wall and some of it stuck and the others yeah, just slid like, down like his jism on the back of boys. Like, you know, so... Oh, well, he was a priest? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you well, didn't hear that the, part. The OT, uh, the OTO, they would call them clergy, which is like the yeah, same thing yeah, as yeah. fucking religion. Fucks. Um, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Whatever makes people happy, let them be. All right. Hell, Satan. Let them be. Uh, so he would also incorporate ideas uh, from tantric sex. Regarding altered states of consciousness and using array of psychedelic drugs for um, tantric sex is like I think it's like doing um, many different sex positions for like uh, so we would do like and that would make sense like that's what we're getting into Manson's uh, down the road soon and stuff like that like that using that psychological drug for sex like. Personally, isn't like, it called I, ecstasy? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> no, but he, I think he's talking more, more like acids, oh. like psychedelics and stuff like that. But 
Uh, personally, doing mushrooms, I don't want to have sex on mushrooms. I've heard it's great, but I feel like every little touch and feel is so different mm-hmm. than normal reality. I think it would trip me out. Why does this feel like this? <laughs> and the thought of what is happening probably in that consciousness state, like my penis is entering a vagina, which is a hole that babies come from, and then you just go down this <laughs> fucking road. Crowley, Hard to stay horny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're like off. Uh, what Crowley did, uh, lean a moral uh, divergence lifestyle. Some say that he was not all bad. I don't believe that. Uh, one thing he did was save his wife from an arranged marriage. Rose Edith Kelly was supposed to marry. <laughs> but married her anyway. She was an is arranged that saving? marriage. Yeah, I know. Or is that saving or is that no. kidnapping? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rose Edith Kelly was supposed to marry another man when Crowley out- asked her to elope. You know what eloping means, right? Take her yes. away. Well, um, it doesn't need to be yeah. cynical. It just yeah. means leaving. <laughs> however, it became. Uh, however, it soon became far more than a marriage of convenience when he fell in love with her. Both of them shared a fascination of the occult. They actually gave each other magical names. I'm not going to pronounce her magical name, but it's not going like, to. I want to know her magical name. What is it? Let's try it. What's her magical name? Alexa. What, bitch? <laughs> She's still fucking moody today. I know. Oh, fuck yourself, Billy. Billy, I found this for you on the web. <laughs> Searching 38 results for man fucks himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking up. I can't remember. It was some stupid sh- shit. But the funny thing is, he would use magical words like abracadabra, shit like that. It's actually real. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, nonsense. No, nah, you, no. you said it in a weird-ass accent. Abracadabra. But they would give each other magical names. And what stuff about and Alakazam? No, I don't know if they use that. You got to go abracadabra, they Alakazam. Even, uh, they even honeymooned in Cairo and spent their wedding night in the king's chamber of the Great Pyramid. So, I don't know. He must have paid a pretty penny to do that. I think that's why he also wasted money. To spend a night in the Great Chamber. Um, I think that he said that he hallucinated and saw visions. But I've said this before in the podcast. Like, Napoleon, the great general. Yeah, yeah. He also stayed in the Knight's Chamber. Um, uh, or the great, yeah, the King's Chamber of the Great Pyramids. And I've said this before. That he saw, like, weird reptilian shadow people. He was, like, shot out of his body. And saw horrific nightmarish shit. And then shot back into his body. You say he never visited since. So like Crowley probably enjoyed that. But they had they were doing all these rituals while they're in Cairo. He saw this. I think they're at the museum, but he saw this site of um like um like uh what what they call it a museum like a exhibit. They yeah. They find exhibit. I'm sorry. <laughs> say it like a French word. Um, no, but it's this a is normal where word. he invoked the number six 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 because he saw this exhibit yeah. and he was drawn to it. And the exhibit name was six six six. So I think that's where he took upon his name. Is that is that what started that? Yes. Six 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 on the exhibit, yeah. just an odd number that somebody just took as to, yeah. that he did. He start. See, and Satan? that's where my confusion is because I've never he 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 is other than Madame Blavats, Blavatsky, like uh, you know, great Madame Blavatsky. Uh, but she she's the one that started this, and then kind of he took after her a little bit. It's but is six six six? Did she start the six 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 being the devil? Well, he initially did, but. I haven't really read the Bible all the way through, but I've heard people say that the number 666 is in the Bible. And he calls himself the Beast. The Beast, which is the 6666. The number of the Beast. It's in the Bible. So I think he just saw this as a sign, probably, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm supposed to be a bad guy. I'm pretty damn sure 666 isn't in the Bible. I heard it was. I've I've read it a lot of times. Should we look it up? 
kind of curious. Like, yeah. if I miss that, like, I, I've read it front to back. I'm going to yeah. say at least four times minimum in my life growing up. That's so fucking I sad. grew up Christian. I read the Quran more than I've read the fucking Bible. Well, you didn't grow up Christian. I was in church every I Sunday. I did grow up Christian, but I, at six years old, when the priest started talking about hating homosexuality, is ha! when we left. You know what? If you type in Google, is 666, what's the first thing you think would come up? Is 666 a good credit score? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Nobody is concerned. Um, anyway, so it says, like, the the whole issue goes back to the New Testament book yeah, of Revelation, particularly shit. the verse that says... One who understands can calculate the number of the beast. For mm. it is his number that stands for a person. His number is 666. But hold up. Because uh, um, one wonders where all the fear and sinisterness came from uh, 666 comes from. Is because the author provided some pretty good clues about the meaning right in the first passage. In the biblical world, the number seven stood for wholeness and completeness. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So being called a 666 was an insult implying that you were short of being a real thing. Okay. So it's saying them saying that like the devil isn't even real. So their marriage with uh, uh, Rose Edith Kelly, their marriage was, however, not a happy one. Although Rose gave Alistair uh, two children, Rose would also, she performed rituals on her firstborn kid to invoke demons kind of thing. Why would you want that for your child? So she wanted her firstborn to be... Uh, come out a monster because Alistair was probably. She like, wants that. She well, Alistair probably influenced. She'd be like, it, you right? know what? I would really like if I could. I, uh, baby, do you think maybe if we had a kid, like, if I was molesting this girl, like I could, I could tag team my son once in a while, and he could take <laughs> part into it, and then maybe, maybe, maybe together as a family. We cut her heart out. <laughs> yeah, okay, is that what you're thinking? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, baby, you think but so? It, it'd be fucked because, uh, you know, we've talked about it before, uh, but the Jersey uh, the Jersey monster, uh, what is it called? The, the Jersey... The Jersey Devil, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what's your name? The witch that supposedly invoked the Jersey Devil to be Yeah, born. I remember that. Yeah. A fucking donkey flied out of her pussy. So is that what they wanted? Some donkey monster to be like, fly out of the vagina? I can just think of donkey from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> with, bat wings, with bat wings, right? Like yeah. when he fucks the dragon? It's yeah. the kind of the same thing. Uh, so she would perform these rituals, but like eventually their oldest... The one they were invoking the monster to come out because they ended up having two daughters. Okay. Uh, died of typhoid. What's typhoid? Uh, a disease back then. I knew. I feel like I knew it. Disease typhoid. doesn't exist anymore. No, typhoid doesn't because of vaccinations. Are you trying to read thyroid? No, thyroid. You, are you trying to? Are you trying to say? Thyroid, no. just out of curiosity. No, I, I don't know what you're looking at. It's a fever. But. It's deadly. It's an untreated uh, thyroid fever. Pro- uh, proves fatal. All right, about all right, ten all to thirty right. percent of all cases. So they got the shit out of the stick. Okay, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, typhoid, you did. You did put demons on your child. Yeah, so. yeah t- fair trade. But deeply affected, Crowley blamed Rose, and for two years she would be at the mercy of a violent Crowley. And in one incident, <laughs> Crowley threw her mother, Rose's mother, down the stairs. 
What the fuck Bye, you talking bitch. about? <laughs> you don't believe in Satan, bitch? I was like fucking toss her down the fucking... And thinking like a bar throw, like where you yeah. grab the scruff of the neck <laughs> yeah. and like the back of the belt loop and just, just goodbye. flies and cracks her fucking head. You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen Spaceballs? Yeah. When they, they go in the hyperdrive and then yeah. the fucking yeah, helmet yeah. goes like fucking full force. <laughs> I would talk... Eventually we'll probably do a pop culture podcast one day, but like I would, love to, I would love to talk about that Spaceballs. shit. Spaceballs. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a long time. I know. Fucking great movie. Uh, so uh, subsequently, the d- couple divorced in 1909, and she suffered bouts. Divorce was real back then? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For I could sure. never think of people getting divorced back then. Well, if you try to leave, you just die. Mo- well, most times divorce was frowned upon, right? Uh, well, divorce still kind of But everything Crowley but... did was frowned upon. What the fuck? Divorce is not frowned upon now. It kind of is. You every see, every oh, yeah, there's always, I know. There's always a reason why the other person was such a horrible human being that I needed to My dad out. and mom, yeah, I would, I'd would. i love that they were still together, but no, that didn't need to happen. Like, that's everything I have for a reason. Yeah. They d- divided, yeah. right? So. But I mean, back then, like, I just didn't think divorce was even a thing. Because every everybody was, was much more everybody upon. is much more religious in a in a sense where you get married you stick to that until you die it doesn't matter how now bad it gets. Now in the '90s gets. you got fucking Ross from Friends marrying like fucking f- married three or four times. That's in the '90s. Jeez, That's not man. in the. I know. I'm saying 1800s. I know, and I think it was very much frowned upon. I think, but I didn't even know it was legal. <clears throat> Uh, it was definitely if legal, you try to if you I try agree. to divorce you fucking yeah. die. I agree. It seems like weird, uh, but she would have about bouts of uh, like alcoholism because of this, and in weird sounds weird, but he seems to make everyone insane. Yeah. Uh, years later, she was end up being in an insane asylum for the rest of her fucking life oh, because of him. Shit. But like to me, like we'll talk about it, like later and stuff, or we're just getting kind of into it. But like, who knows what was invoking him who he really was maybe yeah, it was yeah. some astral being that we don't even understand like you know although one might classify Crowley's family's life in disorder he actually wrote a lot during this time and beyond this time and most of his works were undoubtedly masterful he crafted numerous books on various topics and complex like fucking he actually made complex rhythmic patterns in poetry. So he was learning how to rap that game, man. Do that double time shit, man. Double time? <laughs> yeah. Double time. <laughs> yeah. Additionally, he left behind many letters and journals. Scholars of Thelma still study these texts for the meaning in present day. Crowley would travel later to New York for about five years. So at this time, he's starting to like really get into his dark shit. So yeah. This. He filed down his fucking teeth, okay? With a fucking file. Uh, his, t- his T.I., canine teeth, right? Any okay, woman, so they're all clear. Any woman he would meet, he would go to kiss their hand and then bite into their hand. And he would say they were supposed to be under his power. With no puncture because you filed down your well, teeth? Your teeth aren't strong. No, if you he file filed his teeth into fangs. Oh, into fangs. fangs yeah. So he punctured super hardcore. So like he didn't vampire, file down. At the same time, it's like, what woman wants to like, it's like, oh, come here. Like, oh, nice to meet you. Uh, he uh, he's da- he has many other wives. That's, how you, that's how you um, greet a lady, by the way. Yeah, and just like shove your fucking teeth no, into her hand. No, you kissed her hand, but it's the... Not COVID. Nah. No, I, no, you. My God, are you shivering or not? <laughs> I, you I, kiss a lady's hand. No, what Billy does is he's like, is this is this available? And he lifts up the dress and he gives a little kiss on the vagina. I, I, time to time, I dabble. He's like, 
Where's that little ball called the clitoris? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. Shaking that, shaking that shaking ball. Shaking that ass. <laughs> um, additionally, uh, yeah. So it, it's funny that he believed that they would become under his control. But while in New York, Crowley would paint. He like He's like, I, I realized that I really enjoy painting. And he actually like got better as he went. But he was just, like, just trying it out. So yeah. he actually, because... At this time, his money was his money was kind of dwindling. Like he didn't have as much money. Like he was starting to use it all up, and it's kind of crazy. Like he still had it later on, but like that. Imagine like being born into a life, and he got an inheritance that would allow him to literally live out his life with money. Yeah, and he didn't. So uh, he started painting, and he put in a, a in the paper an article calling for any dwarfs, hunchbacks, tattooed women, and colored women. Only if there were ugly enough freaks. And he was calling upon freaks of all kind. And he wanted to paint... Did he start a circus? Well, he wanted to paint freakishly people. and that's why Oh, he I, wanted to paint yeah. them. And while we're getting to Crowley, too, is like I, I've always been interested in Alice Crowley since I was a kid. I've known about him and what's going on. But this is kind of bridging the gap when we start getting into more Hitler's era esoteric knowledge and beliefs. Yeah. And then eventually we'll go on to Satanism and, Alice, or, and Antoine LaVey. So this is... I, I'm purposely doing things on this podcast for people to get their poles greased, as I say, right? Ready, ready for the next, uh, insertion. You know what I mean? I got my pole greased this morning. <laughs> so in 1920, this is crazy. The same year that Hitler found the Nazi party and a year after Mussolini established the fascist party, Crowley rented a home in Selfalu, an island on Sicily in Italy, obviously. Okay. Um, the old house perched on the side of a mountain in the middle of a grove of olives. Can you make wine out of olives? No, you can't. No, it's uh, grapes, man. Yeah, I know. I knew it was grapes, but could you could you do that fermented? Like, can I you do guess fermented? maybe. Uh, and a quiet, peaceful setting. Know. Crowley turned the house into the ad the Abbey of Thelma. Um, I'm sorry if I fuck up the word Thelma. I fucking know there's so many different ways to pronounce it. Go fuck yourself. Uh, where he, where he and his uh, disciples could practice yoga, which is weird. They would call him a yogi and stuff like that because at this time, like nobody fucking knew about yoga, and it yeah. was almost I'm like, can you get your leg above your head so I can eat your vagina? Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't think that's so. He that did was. also meditation. So it's weird. He's taking a lot of and this is and sex magic and other rituals or Buddhism. But, he took all of his ideas from Buddhism and mm-hmm. the Kabbalah and stuff like we said, uh, but it's kind of interesting to me that like things nowadays we consider as like holistic magic and holistic rituals and all that yeah, stuff yeah. Like, is something that he saw as a demonic kind of force. And he was the, that's what I'm saying. He's the bringer of modern day spirituality. Okay. He took on uh, other wives and other children <laughs> So I like how of, you how no. you phrase that. By the way, that <laughs> so was a nice phrase. One of his child's name, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, that he married this. One woman. of his child's no, name. It's so no, funny. No, I can't no, remember. No, no, I know the child's name, oh. but his wife that he had it with uh, someone he's like shacked up with, um, and he ended up like she was kind of into the same shit he was. Like that's how she was drawn to him. He seems to have some. Kind of like almost a hypnotic effect on people in general. Yeah, you yeah. hate him or you loved him. So they had a kid named Poopy. Oh, really? Dead serious. Poopy. That's Tom's favorite word in the world. And Poopy died. 
And Poopy died? <laughs> poopy died, oh, man. Was it not Poppy? <laughs> yeah, no, Poopy died. Are you sure it wasn't it was Poppy? Poopy? I watched the documentary. They said it five times. It was Poopy. Like, Poopy died while I was holding her in my... Did, did they have accents? Poppy. Yeah, maybe it could have been Poppy, man. No, I'm going to say it's it, probably a good chance it was Poppy. It said Poopy, but whatever. <laughs> but then, at the same time, we're recalling Poop Poopy. Wouldn't it just be poopy. excrement? <laughs> three excrement. Years, so, uh, three years later, Mussolini kicked them out of the country and their occult activities. Uh, and, and the rumors that they were performing blood sacrifices via Mussolini. Mussolini, of all people, the yeah, dictator, no kicked them out of fucking Italy. Mussolini kicked someone, them out? Yeah, someone oh, who was so entrenched with Hitler and like, it's kind of crazy. So wow. uh, later a woman would testify that he had killed a cat during one ritual and drank the blood. Oh, sucks a cat blood. Uh, the woman... <laughs> That's fun. The woman responsible for the exposure of him had gone to the abbey with her husband. Although she hated Crowley, she attended. But after her husband died... Uh, from drinking contaminated river water, she told the media a, vi- a, ver- a variety of slanderous stories. And one of the stories is that her husband died because he was forced to drink the cat's blood. No. Or like, can I kill you? Like, it, it's probably definitely got infections in it, but like, what? Like, would the, the cat have rabies s- or something? Yeah. I thought we talked about a serial killer that did that. Like, well, we can get we'll get a Richard Chase down the road eventually because I actually have Richard Chase written out and stuff like that. So like, we'll we're getting down to like some real deep serial killers. But like, there's a lot of other people that have, like, if you drink it, who was that? If someone drank a tainted cat's blood, it's got to be tainted. Yeah, like it's yeah. got to be like that cat can't be healthy because like just no. drinking other people's a blood, like isn't cat, it though? Isn't it higher in iron and shit? Think about this: people fuck goats. Maybe there's some homeless dude fucks that cat. He's got AIDS or some other sexual yeah. disease. They drink the cat's blood. Now they're dying I'm of ailments. I'm going to say it's like, a lot harder to yeah. fuck a cat. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are limbo yeah. and claws like the motherfucker. Do you know what? You never had the story of the kid in your cat fucking, or the kid in your town fucking the cats? We had a story about that kid yeah. in Paris. I did too in my... Uh, he, ki- he fucked the cats and fucking... Yeah, them. his name was Cody something. Weird. Uh, kid, I can't remember. Oh, uh, I know my last name. I'm just that, not saying the kid, it. I don't know. It was like Gordy or something. Gordy. No, was it not Cody? Maybe. Because Cody was my age. No, no. It is an older guy. Like older than me. I wonder if Gordy. he actually did, though, or if anybody just made that out this of proportion. Pl- this, this family was very fucked up. Like all of them uh, went to the same school as me. And when we had hesla- headlights checks. Yeah. All of them had to shave their heads because they all had headlights because they were poor and like in the bad uh. part of the town I lived in. And the, even the girls had to shave their heads. And if they weren't ugly before, they're ugly now. <laughs> so <laughs> let's 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 get it, really get into it. So worldwide newspapers caught the sensationalism of the news and the spread of the tales of the evil man. Right. So um, it kind of laid foundation of the many myths and rumors that would spring up about Crowley's avant garde behavior. Okay. His weird behavior. I know what you meant. Uh, but let's get into like, was Alice Crowley a spy? That's what they was. He a people. spy? Yeah, really. Get this because he actually asked when he moved to New York. He was asking if there's stuff he could do um, to help out the movement. And the funny thing is, someone who was from Britain at the time. So this is you know when World War One was starting and stuff like that. He actually met with this dude. I can't remember his name. And the guy kind of pressed him to like do. 
kind of open talks in the middle of like towns and stuff, and he was smiting Britain, saying that that he in he in one case he actually ripped up his passport, faking like like I'm not British anymore, and like he did it all for a show, kind of, you know what I mean? So he's kind of do, all doing this for a show. So throughout his life, people would accuse Crowley of working for a number of government agencies. They would actually explain that um. That would explain his, why he constantly was traveling to so many countries. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, it kind of is weird. And uh, his certain diplomatic uh, attendants and certain hashish <coughs> orgies. <coughs> I was thinking of hash. <laughs> he coughed. Um, <coughs> but, like, it's literally like that he was, he was at these orgies with people of power and stuff like that. So it seemed like, why is he here? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, he... Had but a lot like, going on. If you think about it, kind of too, like, I love the movie Gangs New York. And it's, like, this is, um you know, like, maybe, like, 40 or 50 years because before what we're talking about now. But, like, okay. that whole situation of, like, brothels were so big. Yeah. Prostitution was big. Like, orgies were a big thing. Everyone was just fucking everybody. Nobody cared. You have syphilis? Hey, I have syphilis. And everyone's, like, high five. Let's come it. fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? We can't so, possibly give each other more syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> During some of his trips, at least on the surface... Um, he was accomplishing many things. When he camped out uh, on a certain island on Hudson River, he meditated and transferred the Tao, the Tao Te Chi. Um, at other times he would practice. That's a practice of like ancient fucking bullshit. Like I'm not getting into that. Okay. He, he practiced the occult, yoga, sex magic. Like we said other trips involved him mountain climbing. So he was doing some of the time before he gave it up. According to Richard Spence, exclusive research into the subject of Alistair Crowley's connection to the government intelligence agencies. Crowley worked as a double agent during World War One hmm. for the British government. I can see, and I can see him doing it if they really wanted to. But uh, it, he doesn't it is, seem like a government type of person. No. Uh, this leads to many people theorizing that he continued deep undercover rule in much of his life. And that's why I'm saying it's not really... I drank cat blood to keep up the persona. Yeah, I know, like, I know. Uh, That's what I'm saying. This is very... That's what I'm saying. It's We don't really know, but at the same time... Little we're going to get into his Nazi, uh, Nazi connection soon. Oh, why we're going to eventually get into Nazi occult stuff. But the fact that like back then... like. I if you don't want to believe it, you don't have to, and stuff like that. Not you, just listeners in general. That like, uh, I believe the United States government and the British government and other government agencies were supporting Hitler when Hitler was creating his like fascist fucking group, yeah. the Nazis. I believe they were funding him. They were giving him money to be able to do this and brought him also into power. Also, he kind of just forced like. He did that himself. No, I, no. I don't think anybody helped him with that. Like uh, he did, they did. He, dude, he was a miracle speech worker. No, they, they, he was taught that by other people. I believe that. We'll get into it when we talk about the esoteric magic of uh, fucking Hitler uh, in general. I don't know. Those people that taught him didn't seem to be so good at but, it. But no, it's funny. There's always that quote. It's like, you know what? That one motherfucker that didn't let Hitler into his art school and like let Hitler become an artist... You World War Two may never happen, but you started because that. he was an artist and he wanted to yeah. get into that, and that made him up fucking rile. Like made him, yeah. I'm gonna fucking murder somebody. Those damn Jews. Uh, thus, his time spent in definitely Russia. Definitely a Jew at the art <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, so it was definitely. True. Uh, thus, his time spent in Russia. See, and that's where Madame Bavosky was from, was Russia, right? So, like, many have been, maybe he's operational at the time. His time in the U.S. may have been an instrument in pulling the U.S. into the war with Britain. 
Okay. You know how crazy that'd be if that was true, that he actually went over to, uh, you know, New York, not just to paint like a bunch of disformed, weird people and midgets, <laughs> but to actually enthrall the people to go to war. You know how crazy that would be if that was how true? How many people do you really... Like, know, what what kind of damage can one person do on not a public yeah. platform? Well, it seems That's he just word also made connections with German spies in the U.S. Like, And that's what I read about, too, that he was in contact with people that were German descent, that liked Hitler's views, and that's when he was speaking about fuck the British because he was actually backing this German dude. So it's kind of like... it's uh. his. Uh, that's what they're saying about him and Mam Bavatsky. The, both their worlds are very muddled because nobody really knows what the fuck actually happened because they kind of wrote their own bullshit right like Mm -hmm. they made their own lives up um so he was also pro-irish and anti-british articles of propaganda that may have came out and helped him secure his german trust during world war ii okay so there's a bunch of stuff. So let's talk about his Nazi connection. As a result of Crowley's vocal political views and publicity stunts, rumors spread, uh, perpetrating that his ties to the Nazi. Rudolf Hess, and we'll get into this, and I'll make you fucking research this shit because it's very interesting. Uh, Rudolf Hess, if you don't know that name, you must look this shit up. But Adolf Hitler's deputy, Führer, uh, was the second highest ranking Nazi in history. And, you know, we have Mangala and all these other people. Yeah. We'll have to get into this, and I want you to research. Is it's there a first-ranking so... Nazi, or is that just Hitler? Hitler is the Fuhrer. Oh, yeah. So Rudolf Hess was essentially his, like, right-hand his, man. Yeah. Like, how you're mine. Oh, is that so? Or I'll be yours. I'll go murder some people. <laughs> uh, he, he he possessed an active interest in clairvoyancy and the occult. And that's why we're doing this, because I have a fucking esoteric, like, n- like Nazi fucking yeah. conspiracy. I can't wait to get into it, because I... World War Two is extremely interesting. World War One is too, but World War Two just that that whole everything to do with that is like fucking crazy to me. And even his colleagues through uh, thought that Crowley was kind of odd, but in March 1941 he entered the cockpit and supposedly flew a solo mission without warning into the United Kingdom. And he ran out of fuel over Scotland and he ditched his plane by way of parachute. So Crowley was like, "Fuck this up." Fucking parachute out of there. And he was uh, he was actually ended up getting captured. But there are many theories, and some claim he wanted to make peace with Britain, so this was also a stunt. It just seems like he was smart enough to, like, set things up. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, like I don't... But no one know. really knows for sure why he would undertake such a strange stunt. Right? Yeah. Like, like, what's in it for him? I know. And uh, it was curious, though, that Rudolf Hess later admitted, in all seriousness that the idea had been inspired by Crowley in a dream by supernatural forces. Oh, so that shit. they're all engulfed with this bullshit, right? So we're getting to the end of kind of Crowley's life pretty soon, but during this time, Crowley was living in London, and when the Blitz began, the Blitzkrieg and, like, them bombing Britain and stuff. The Blitzkrieg like, bomb. Yeah, yeah, that's where that came from. Uh, he moved to Torquay, a seaside town in uh, England's coast. In 1939... So that's crazy. That is when World War II was starting. Mm-hmm. The Second World War broke out. He contracted Naval Intelligence Division uh, offering his services, but supposedly they denied it. That's why I was saying how he was like, you know, I could, I could help you guys. Like, I'll go undercover. But because of his reputation at the time, they were like, fuck that. I heard that this guy fucking kills cats and then drinks blood. And <laughs> while they're soldiers out there like... 
let's go to war yeah. and like fucking all coked out around meth and shit like the uh, Nazis that's were. not the same thing yeah. but sure uh, but I'm saying that like is that a bad reputation like you know nah, I mean? you're doing drugs uh, everyone's th- doing throughout drugs throughout the war people saw him in the presence of British senior intelligent communities some even claim that Churchill the V for victory idea was by Crowley V for victory like that he really? made that up you know how crazy that I don't know if that's true but that's, you know, that's such a weird like saying to say Churchill was I, I thought he was a lot no Churchill was during a World little War earlier II. no Churchill helped I thought he was like early 1900s no but that, that might have been World War One. that might have been uh, that is when I thought yeah, Churchill yeah, yeah, came yeah Churchill was but I'm not getting into this history shit now because I should know this, but I'm I might be wrong. I, I'm too. drinking also, so like I watch a shitload of documentaries about war. Sometimes I just don't remember. I don't. Know th- oh, we're watching the Last Airbender. I was like, what the fuck? Is I on just the TV? threw on whatever. <laughs> um. So here we go. The poor ending. But any conspiracy theorists exist. Uh, they could have like it. We don't really fucking know what happened. Like you, you don't know. Uh, like there is people that did. Was he the man that hexed everybody and caused these things or? Um, but they don't know. It was almost impossible to tell if he was actually part of any of that. So, yeah. but a poor, they call it a poorly ending and poor ending to this fucker. Uh, but although incredibly perverse and often outrageous, he was strangely prolific individual, almost like how serial killers would be. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. No, never mind. Cause he was, he was prime minister 40 to 45. Yeah, okay, so yeah. That's or of the UK yeah. and led the country to the Second well, World War again. Well, and that's why, um, no, yeah, well, look, good thing Billy looked that up, but yeah, yeah. Because uh, Churchill was running Britain, right? Yeah, he was and a then, British politician, yes, army yeah, officer. And then uh, then Roosevelt was uh, running the United States at the what time. What the fuck, like, what, is there another US president named Churchill? No, no. No, like, why no. did I think Churchill was a U.S. No, president? No, he's not. He's British. Um, yeah, like, I know that, but... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't a weird know. thing, like, there's got to be... A, is there another one close to that name no, that I'm getting no, mixed up? No, I don't think so, because maybe even Roosevelt, because there was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. And then there was the other Roosevelt. Um, so, like... Maybe, maybe. It's, just... It gets muddled, and the thing is, I know a lot about, actually, United States presidents more than... Yes, anyway, it was 40 to 45, yeah. so, yeah, so that would have been right... right timeline would have been perfect yeah so like although like you know he was perverse and outrageous he was a strangely like prolific individual like you know how ted bundy is kind of thing it's prolific you remember him right it appears yeah are you Mm -hmm. it appears that he used the beast persona to symbolize his anti-christian philosophies as an atheist to christ but also he believed in all the dark magic so he's not an atheist actually whoever um, but it seems his views of biblical Satan derived from his own view of what he called Satan. His occult like persona involved a combination of paganism and Eastern philosophy more than so they would say Satanism. But that's where Satanism comes from is him of saying like, well, I don't want to believe in these religions because there's so many holes and skews and they say one thing and then the other. And then well, I'm th- Satanism, I'm going to yeah. say doesn't necessarily come from him. Well, well, it comes from the whole, yeah. like the Bible almost set up Satanism. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah, and, there, and there's different. That's what we'll get into. There's different sex sections of Satanism. We've said yeah. that so many times. How different it really is. And it like blew up. And it's just like the Bible it blew Anton up in LaVey different portions as you and go, and is, it turns into different things. Yeah, and we're gonna get into it like really soon. as Anton Lavey and like Satanism stuff. But even he, he was who the fuck was he? Was he? And how did, how was he the person to start something that ended up growing so big? He had some money. He didn't have that much money. Uh, uh, he had a little fact, money. In fact, he may be responsible for the pagan, like re, the you know the the revival of paganism, like oh, bringing it back to life. Uh, so that's why they call him the spiritual grandfather and stuff like that, because he end up, which is weird that like it, it, his beliefs and a lot of the people that believe in his stuff today. If you're listening and you are a believer in the OTO or Theoma and all these other things that he preached. He was just saying, like, man, do what the fuck you want. Do what thou wilt should be the whole of the law, which we'll get into when we talk about his quotes at the end of this. But, like, yeah. he was just saying shit, like, to say, like, hey, like, just do what the fuck you want, man. But that's the big difference is so do what you fuck you want, but, like, get this, you kill cats and drink blood. You end up shacking sure. up with a girl named Polly, okay? Okay. Get this fucking shit if you want to fucking stuff it up with conspiracy pipe holes, okay? okay? She would leave him, this girl named Polly, okay? And have kids, not a kid, not too long after, okay? Okay. Her name was Barbara. Barbara? Barbara, okay? Barbara. Barbara would marry George Herbert Walker Bush. And wow. she birthed George Bush, Bush Sr., who fucking ended up having oh, George Bush. Shit. So when Vinnie Paz... In fucking oh, the song okay. says Alistair Crow- uh, George Bush is the grandson of Alistair Crowley. He's not fucking lying. He's talking about how Alistair Crowley fucked Polly, George Bush's great grandmother or grandmother. It's just grandmother. Yeah. Um. So Holy they're fuck. all connected. Isn't that fucking crazy? Oh my Even god! In the that documentary is insane. I was watching, they brought that up in detail. Wow! Shit. And I thought it was like eh, maybe you know, but like. That is nuts, actually. Fuck, shit. The controversial spy narrative will continue to be the most mysterious aspect of Crowley's life. Uh, with a combination of political mastery of the occult and all the other things he did and the imagery he had. But in many ways, he kind of like... He's like Rasputin equivalent of this day. Well, that me might get into Rasputin one day, but Rasputin is the crazy fuck with the huge cock. You know? Oh, yeah. Of so, course I know him. Rasputin was a fucking kind of magi- <laughs> magician-style... Kind of esoteric dude. Nonetheless, drug addiction led to his ruin. Uh, this shocking man of the 19th century died a pauper. Died a pill pauper. Pauper. A pauper. A pooper? It means a poor man. No. Uh, next to a pauper's grave. You never heard that before? Like, no, it, I haven't. It, it's, it means, I thought you said pauper like a it, pill pauper. No, it means like... Uh, I didn't know that. It's pauper. It means like you're poor. Like you died poor and like without money. Uh, he died alone in a halfway house in 1947. A halfway house? Yeah. Seriously? Two years after uh, World War II ended and he was in a halfway house, a drug addict. The condition of huh. his death was a combination of an ailments from a lifetime of drug abuse and chronic untreated diseases. So that's why I said like he probably had syphilis or something and then yeah. just like let it fucking what, go. run rampage yeah yeah so the week after his death time magazine published a short commentary about him we'll leave you with the excerpt and we'll do some quotes uh but he became a fat 
olive-skinned man with heavy jowls and mean little eyes, which made him look like a stockbroker when the market was bad. Olive he, skin? Yep. What's a jowl? His jaws, I guess. Oh, a jaws, okay. Yeah, heavy jowls. I don't even fuck jowls. <laughs> what? He was, he, was a, he was crushed to hear himself described one day as a harmless old gentleman because of all the times and all the things he did and being yeah. a badass. He didn't want to be harmless. No, and now he's a harmless old man that's addicted to fucking heroin. Yeah. If you wouldn't have touched drugs at this time, at the time, they didn't know what the fuck shit was, man. They were giving soldiers like fucking heroin and coke. Like I don't, I don't think they really. Knew I think they knew. Were. I yeah. think they knew when they were giving them. So cue the music. I'll get into some quotes. So the obviously the most famous one is, "Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law." You know what that means? Do, Do whatever you, what want, you want, and that's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't give a fuck. And that's you what can the law will be. Yeah. I was asked to memorize what I did not understand, and many memories being so good, it refused to be insulted in that manner. A lot of these will be stupid. Magic is the practice, uh, magic is the art and practice of causing change to occur in any accordance with will. So it's like, and that's what we're talking about when we get into magic. Changing shit. what you it's, see it's, as no, it, it's what you see. It's yeah. like putting your attention there. That's what I said. Ordinary mortality is only for ordinary people, even though he died. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of his quotes are like... Maybe he didn't die. It Maybe sucks because I wish I would have bought it. He moved to Cuba on us. Um, I wish I would have bought it, but it was hot fucking chapters, which I don't know if America has... Uh, I don't know if anyone has chapters, but in Canada, we, where you buy books now, because books are very rarely... Yeah, yeah. You go to chapters or Indigo books, uh, and there was the uh, Alex Crowley's fucking book of lies and i was like fuck i didn't have that much money at the time and i was like fuck i should and then also been dope. i know and i should have bought it and i could also order it if i really wanted to. i guess uh but also i saw and i was so torn because i was gonna buy it was madame blavatsky's the doctrine her whole fucking book was that fucking and i was like oh, oh i fucking want it and i was like oh, i want it i should have it <laughs> The joys of life consist in the exercise of one's energy, continual growth, constant change, and the enjoyment of every new experience. To stop the means simply to die. The eternal mistake of mankind is to set up an attainable ideal. It's so true, though. That is actually true. That, the, what, that is not fucking set true. Up, no, you're setting up an ideal of what you think life should be, but you, you're not No, living. you're setting up an attainable idea as to what you think you realistically can get. Yeah. No. If every single person reached for the stars, so many people would be homeless. They already are. That's yeah, I know, but far we more. We already have that now. Do you know how many people? No. How many people wouldn't have made it anywhere that they said, "You know what? I can get a decent job working for this construction company, and it's fine. But I make the bill, and it's happy." Yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. I get. Why, why are you right now? What do you? What did you do? You lived in the house. You got a job, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. did that. You didn't fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not on your ass because of it. I know. I know. That's a I, stupid no, quote. No, no, but I agree with that. But you can. Uh, our listeners are gonna be very mad at you. But. Fuck them. That's a stupid quote. Uh, fuck him. But I, fucking <laughs> saying in general that the whole idea of like, it is funny because reaching reach no, for the stars. But reaching for the stars is like, reach for the stars. Like fucking Woody, but. Um, <laughs> The fact that, like, people like, you know, the Kardashians and fucking all these people, man, they were just raised in fucking wealth. Sorry. 
Even Alistair was raised in wealth. Yeah. Got a fucking inheritance that technically at the time could have made him rich for his whole life. Just normal al- well, normality. Well, it pretty much did. Yeah, and, but no, but he wasted all his money and became a heroin addict. And then when he went to New York, he was in New York, he was running out of money. So it was like, you could have lived till fucking 70 and been like, good. It had a wife, had a kid, but no, it's like, I want this guy to fuck me in the butt till I make him insane. You know I, I want mean? the fuck you money. <laughs> so uh, we're getting a couple more. I have never grown out of infertile beliefs that the universe was made for me to suck. See, he likes sucking on stuff, man. Yeah, he's a fan. Love stories are only fit for the solace of people in insanity of puberty. No healthy adult human being can really care whether so and so does or does not succeed in satisfying his philosophical uneasiness by the aid of some particular person or not. And some people won't understand what he's saying, but he's pretty much saying, like, it doesn't matter who the people you meet or what's going on. Okay. Like... A lot of these obviously taken back in the days of how they used to speak. Now we speak like, fuck that kid, and he's a fuck boy, and you know. Yeah, yeah. We end where we begin. The wheel has come full circle. We are used to experiencing of the past to create experiences of the future, which is actually Yeah. And as the experiences increase in quality, it also increases in quantity. And the end is ensure for the path is sure that the end is the path. So it's pretty much saying like... That I, guy's I, a little high on that quote I know. He, <laughs> that he's on heroin, all fucking morphine <laughs> shit. But he's pretty much saying that like, you can do whatever you want, but at the end of this, we're all going to die. Yeah. Like that's his yeah. kind of quote. Men and women are not free to love decently until they have analyzed themselves completely and swept away every mystery from sex. And this means that the uh, accusation or the acquisition or the... Sounds like he's saying that he wants to get butt stuff done to him, no. but people are <laughs> judging him for it. <laughs> no, it's literally like that. Like you have to analyze every sexual mystery. Yeah, it's not a mystery. It's saying understand. that he's so, like everyone's got to get fucked in the butt. No, and it's saying like you haven't licked a butthole like a butthole. Have you not given your your woman condolingus? Give her condolingus. Has your woman or you never had? An object inserted in their butthole, experience it, and adore it. Like, it's kind of what he's saying. He's like, it's, it, yeah. you take everything into full force. Like, you want everything. I'm not getting pegged. Yeah, I know. Not, that's not Izzy happening. Izzy said she would be down for it, though. I'm sure she would be. <laughs> she would do anything for me. She's a lovely lady. I can see lady. her with a strap on. Honestly, I can't. Honestly, if I asked her to, she would. That's a wonderful lady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Modern mortality and manners suppress all natural instincts, keep people ignorant of the facts of nature, and make them fight and make them fighting drunk on bogus tales. So it's like saying, like, just, like, let people, you know what I mean? Don't, they're pretty much saying, like, don't let people instincts and shit like that. Yeah. So, you got a fun fact? I bet you don't. I bet I do. do you? I bet it's loaded up on my phone right now because it's time for, whoop, 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 it's time for Billy's Fun Fact of the Day. Is the Billy's. Fun fact of the day. I'm the wickedest man on the world in the world. I'm to Crowley. I like that little <laughs> add-on to that. That's enjoyable. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so you know how when you kill off chicken's heads, like they, they yeah. run around for a little while? Yeah. Yes. What happens when you cut off human's heads? They probably do the same thing. They don't. 
But they are alive for 20 seconds. Oh, no. They've they've said that um, when they used to do the guillotine, uh-huh. that the eyes actually like capture like 20 seconds or some It's bullshit. 20 seconds that your mind's still actively aware that your body's not attached to you. No, crazy. Isn't that fucked hey, up? remember Wild Wild West? Wicka, 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 wild, wild. Yeah, West, yeah, yeah, Nick yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one dude, you know when that fucking, you remember they had those things in their neck and then the fucking thing comes after them and they almost, it almost cuts out their head? You know, I in the beginning, so. I like, know what you're talking they, about. They have these things around their neck. Yeah. And then that, they shoot off, which is weird at the time. Cause like, actually, I love that fucking movie. I had to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in years. I would rewatch it. And they have that, they have this disc shoot out. And then one guy's head get cut, uh, gets cut off, and they actually look inside of his eyes, in the back of his iris, okay. and to actually, they see the last picture of what he saw in so, the movie. So, wait, wait a minute. No, Wild Wild West, I, I remember that being a YouTube clip. What movie is this? Will Smith. Yeah. Was a cowboy. Yeah. And he has to go against Loveless with the big the spider movies creature. The fuck movie is Wild Wild West. That's what the movie's called, too? Wild Wild West. Yeah, he did a song Oh, okay. I, I, that's what I mean. I just seen the song. No, I didn't know that was actually a movie. In, yeah, what's with the whole song? Oh, I never it. actually watched a movie. Uh, oh, we should watch it. It's so good. i never actually seen that one. Oh, we should watch it. Anyways, yeah, like, so isn't that cool, though? Could you imagine getting guillotined and it actually working the first time, going straight through your head? And, what? like, you're actually yeah. completely alive for 20 seconds. But imagine going to that next life and being like, where maybe you wake up on the guillotine and be like, ah! you're still screaming your soul is still screaming isn't that nuts though you think you think you'd lose your mind like you lose all blood circulation like it's bleeding out but like your mind is your mind man and your mind can still control your eyes and you're thinking like you know what's going on in your head that's why i think i don't know your body's just a tool i could be wrong but i'm sure some of our listeners like yeah i remember that fucking shit but i feel like it's horror movies too where like they have the eyes like someone cut someone's head and then the eyes will move for a couple seconds and that's fucked up yeah but it's like, uh, oh, what's that creature that you cut off their head and they'll still move for like a fucking... It's a chicken. No, chickens do that, but also... Chickens like, run uh, for like bug, a fucking bugs minute. Bugs do that and shit like worms. You can cut off the fucking worm's head no, and their butt. No, because their worms have uh, four hearts. <sighs> so creepy. Don't All that make. stuff's creepy to me. All right, so uh, follow us, uh, rate and review us. Honestly, um, we're get we're 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 getting good at this. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get fucking better. I'll at- accept a four star review. Okay, sure. I think I'll I think I'll okay. accept a four star. Five um, is preferable. Yeah, if you, if you want yeah. to rate and review us one star, please just yeah. just log off your computer. We almost uh we almost <laughs> had a problem with Spotify and it was I didn't know what was going on for a bit. Uh, not every episode was being posted to Spotify. We have a lot of uh, listeners on Spotify, so out uh, of curiosity, it's, it's so, all fixed. It's hey all guys, fixed. send out shoutouts. I want to know what what you're listening on. Yeah, because we we know the average amount of listeners, but I want to know who's actually podcast yeah. enthusiasts and that's that's contributing the thing. Yeah, so uh, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout that out. Honestly, most of the listeners come from obviously Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and stuff like that. We're never gonna sell out like some networks and stuff. We're never gonna do that. We want people to hear us wherever they can. Uh, but like for all the Spotify listeners, all the episodes are up. Even the strange one episodes, like they're up now. Uh, something happened where it wasn't taking uh, the audio from certain episodes. Now they're not we're getting like like i i'm hoping you guys are okay in quarantine like i'm trying my best to give you guys good content everybody's fucking bored right now tom's rambling yeah people are rioting like let's just keep things cool like everyone just like everybody love everybody how about everybody just killed that cop and we're on our way i agree 
Can everybody love everybody? Is that a good yeah. Will Ferrell quote? Everybody love everybody except for that cop. We kill him yeah. and then we carry on our way. <laughs> all right. We love all you motherfuckers. Take care. Kiss us. Uh, yeah, kisses. Walking me through the red forest, Moloch burning, turning bodies and dead corpses. The less fortunate have sex, then abort the kids. Oh, you get mad, but the math test is not reported. We ignore the shit. Most important is in this forest lives the most wicked men. Men that live for the most morbid, grossest, sick of sins. Torturing poor kids, death that grow up, slit throat, blood flows. Drinking in a chalice of gold, mix some powder up their nose. Think again if you don't know. I'll expose those men in hooded robes Possessed by reptilians The one more sinister Hissing at the dead millions Unfed children's bombs in buildings People killing over God and religion Evil's driven to do what they want With laws and decision All of us are victims Celebrating San Fran after Vietnam Collaborate a plan to scam all of you Elaborate plans to create bombs and nukes A man with war pain calls for troops The pain is drawn on all the faces of all of you Tread slow in Bohemian Grove Let go of the beliefs you hold Neck choke when you leap with the rope Dead souls leading you home Bones beneath where you walk on the road Load a gun and sleep with the ghost You should run your beat like a roast Welcome to Bohemian Grove Tread slow in Bohemian Grove Let go of the beliefs you hold Neck choke when you leap with the rope Dead souls leading you home Bones beneath where you walk on the road Load a gun and sleep with the ghost You should run your bean at a roast Welcome to Bohemian Grove Cremation of care burnt alive As they stare patiently waiting by For you to turn to fire, learn to die We've all done it, words inscribed on the walls of sonnet First of all, you're hurting lives, let's all be honest Government murders us, dress chopping bombs in the Islamic Death is not stopping, you're God's hostage A lot of profit, constructed laws of profit It's toxic, all of it Religion, let's call it quits You listen and fall for it, come by the powers to be Bleed for the dollar, bombs of three towers White power devour the city streets The people hidden in white sheets At the front entrance, right beneath Weaving spiders, come not here Evil tyrants, gunshot clear Creeping in silence, run lost in fear Screaming for your mom like if she would hear Believing in fear makes it much more fun Scream a little more, gives a rush, much more come Forbidden lost guts torn from Knife incisions I hope you find forgiveness or die in a prison And if I die, it will be my decision